0: Are you hoping that will open doors for other hot idiots? <laughs> what are you cackling at, fatty? Too much pie, that's your problem.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Critically acclaimed Sigma Male Swagcast, Episode 2. I am Charlie Reifenberger and joining me as always is my good friend Jack Scullin. How are you, Jack?
0: I'm doing good, doing good.
1: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Just crushing it. Just out there grinding.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm about to, um... About to talk to this... So basically, my old job is trying to recruit me back, so okay. I, I think I'm going to be uh, leaving my current job and going back to uh, my old job.
1: The old company?
0: Yeah. So I'm talking to one of the people uh, after this. Okay. But nothing too funny about that.
1: I um, to- ever meet any of your people that you used to work with? I mean, John. John used to work at that. This is the company that you worked yeah, with, yeah. with, John. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a new. I got an interview tomorrow. I might take this gay ass job. What's it for? It's for designing HVAC systems.
0: Oh. Huh, sounds gay, but oh, huh.
1: it's it's an interesting role because you're an engineer, but you get like commission on all the jobs you sell. So, so that's rare that doesn't usually happen you don't get to you either have to go into sales or be an engineer and make 60 grand a year um yeah. so so it it does sound pretty cool just the idea of still getting to be an engineer and then also possibly making some fucking money um but yeah, anyway sick. yeah i'm excited about the possibility of it we'll see if it works out yeah
0: but. Jobs are so sweet because it's like so much of it. You just get you just are, are paid to do really nothing.
1: Yeah. Um, sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> and then
0: sometimes well, they uh, want you to work your ass off. Well, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, it's like, I don't know, as humans, like with uh I guess thinking jobs, like where it's like you know you're just on a computer and it's like frontal lobe. Yeah, it's like there's only so much you can do. Like you know what I'm saying? Where it's like uh-huh. so many people give the impression that they're like literally they're just literally constantly working, but everyone is just kind of a lazy piece of shit, and that's <laughs> how I rationalize it because I am. So then I just like oh, and so are you. But right, at nobody. The same time, nobody's sitting. They are.
1: Nobody's sitting there entirely focused for eight straight hours, just cranking yeah. through, you know, one thing after another that just, that doesn't exist. Um, yeah, I mean, some, some, you see some guys, I guess in the, um, yeah, in mechanical design, you got these dudes who do CAD all day and they do kind of crank it out. And I, I mean, i I tried to do that. I was, I was somewhat successful at doing that,
0: but is that like, is that like you're working physically with machinery and stuff? No,
1: no. You're just drawing, you're doing, yeah. you're doing drafting, uh, computer aided design. Um, so yeah, you're just drawing all day. You're basically doing it's. I mean, it literally is kind of like Microsoft paint that you used when you were yeah. a child, just lines and dots. Um, but then, what? but then they turn into a building. So, I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's wild. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but they do sort of expect you to just be like sitting there fucking doing your work. I mean, the deadlines are, are strict and like the guys who, you know, make good turnover, they kind of do sit there and work their asses off. But they also, I don't know, the best designer at my last office, his name was Doug. And he was literally sitting there working the like he was so focused and he's so quick with everything and his jobs were out the door like that, that, that. But then he also was listening to fucking Edgelord podcasts all day all day. Yeah. He, he had his headphones on all day and he's just like he's listening to bullshit. You just
0: you just look over and he's like, yeah. So, what you working on? And he's and he's and he's just like colouring, just like a uh bob the builder coloring book and he's like i'm practicing <laughs> i'm pra- <laughs> <laughs> i'm keeping i'm keeping my hand sharp I, uh, yeah no, but that is crazy like how um you know cartoons nowadays they're all made on computers but like yeah back before computers like literally each one second frame of a cartoon required like 120 still images that were right. drawn by like asian slave labor <laughs> Yeah. Like sim- like Simpsons like the first, you know, single digit seasons, those were all like hand drawn. Hand drawn overseas by let's be honest, slave labor. Really? Yeah,
1: overseas. Yeah. So somewhere yeah. so somewhere in like Cambodia. It's so somewhere yeah. somewhere in Cambodia, there's just they just a hundred dudes who up, can draw up, draw the shit out drawing, of Homer Simpson.
0: <laughs> yeah, just drawing like Bart Simpson doing a kickflip.
1: <laughs> they got they got like yeah, they got like thirty guys who can just nail Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Now they're out of work. They're do yep. <laughs> They're out of work because computers now, put them Now out of work. They,
0: now now they're just they're just doing sex trafficking.
1: Yeah. Now they're yeah, they're members of uh, yeah, international crime syndicates. But they they sp- spray paint graf- graffiti. It's it's uh it's Bart Simpson is like yeah. their their calling card.
0: But i was I was watching this uh, nature documentary about uh, just like random animals and shit. I think it was planet Earth, but they were talking about like the bald eagle. yeah, and just like going through like what the bald eagle is, it, it really is just a perfect sim- symbol for America. Just this big ass predatory bird that just <laughs> like just like swoops down and like steals prey and just devours <laughs> it. and then and then also there's other predatory birds like trying to get the same nut and then they fight each other and if what and then it was like if one of the bald eagles loses then it like leaves and just starts plotting revenge on like <laughs> the other and i was like yeah that, that's america
1: that sounds like america 100% yeah. yep. yep dog if you don't shut the fuck up i swear to god
0: dude dogs suck why don't you just admit it
1: dude dogs are the shit what are you talking about they smell like shit no this this dog is way better than any cat ever cats are fucking gay dude
0: Nah,
1: I was. Doing why, a-
0: why would you want? Why would you want a big dog with that's not furry, and its fur does smell. The fact that you have to give dogs baths—that's that's a deal breaker.
1: I was saying that I think we need to have a civil war in this country, but it's not between you know proud boys and Antifa. It's uh, dog people versus cat people need to just fight a an all out battle. I'll be the general of the dog people. You can be the general of the cat people. We're we're gonna fucking work you, dude. Cat people. Yeah. Cat people will get destroyed in that civil war. You have to at least admit that, right? Yeah. Cat people. <laughs> you got a lot of pussies on your squad. Yeah. We got. We
0: yeah, got, no, it'd be it'd be a bunch of like thirty-six-year-old single women. Yes. Who are like who own a feminist bookstore? Uh huh. Yeah, they're that's a, they're a,
1: that's your squad. That's yeah. So. Just say well,
0: well, good thing that'll never happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, good thing it's an absurd concept that I'm not even sure if it works as a as a stand up bit. But yeah, I, it, it I think it 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 does because right now everybody's actually thinking about mm-hmm. having a civil war. Like the uh, idea yeah. of it is like so when you bring up the idea like we should have a civil war in this country,
0: people are like, "What, dude? It's it's so funny the point that like where we are with like media." Uh-huh. And how? Just literally, we're at the point where it's like, dude, news organizations are complete just op-ed. There's, there's no like actual news stories anymore. Right. It's literally, it's literally just force-fed opinions. It's not even
1: opinions that, because opinion implies that it's your opinion. It's not even it's, their it's, it's opinion. An, it's a, it's a propagated, yeah. Agenda. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's just, yeah. It's literal. By the book definition propaganda. Yeah. No, but like,
0: but one of the funniest things is that how, how, you know, the, these media organizations are like hating on Joe Rogan for like going against the vaccine, blah, blah, blah. Uh And then, and then simultaneously, it's like every major news organization is brought to you by Pfizer or some large pharmaceutical industry. And it's like, yeah. How dare you go against us inside like bro? Li- you literally you're literally a pharmaceutical you're an arm of the pharmaceutical yeah. company.
1: Yeah, I mean Anthony Fauci is just the greatest pharmaceutical rep that's ever lived. That's yeah. all he is. He's just he's just a salesman. He's yeah. a drug he's a drug dealer. He's a he's a drug yeah. salesman. No,
0: but like but like dude, I, I have you seen? have you seen Dope Sick? No. Okay. It literally it is the greatest example of why. Is
1: it documentary?
0: Yeah, it's literally a documentary about um, the creation of oxycotton. Okay, yep. And basically, okay, so oxycotton was is, invented is by heroin. this large okay. is, is heroin. It but it's no, heroin. Yep. But like literally this this family that owns this large pharmaceutical company creates oxycotton and They literally hire this former FDA employee or like basically are just they bribe basically an FDA employee to like basically pass this false graph to kind of be like this is a non-addictive pain medication that because of the time release method. And of course, it's like that was their argument for like why opiates were safe. So then, therefore, doctors are like, oh, it has an FDA. It's approved by the FDA. So right. it says non-addictive. So the doctors just because that's how doctors work. If they're just like FDA approved, they, they said it's not addictive. Then I'll just start prescribing it. Right. So then it starts out with 10 milligram tablets. And then the pharmaceutical reps keep. Um, well, the, the pharmaceutical company keeps introducing larger doses so it'll be like a 20 milligram pill a 40 milligram pill and literally got up to 160 milligram pills but um yeah literally
1: would that kill you 160 milligrams of oxycontin
0: because that's the brilliant thing is like once you start on 10 milligrams you eventually get hooked on it so then your tolerance goes up so then you just you like literally if like some people are taking like 300 milligrams a day because wow. like their tolerance went so high. Yeah. But just the fact that like literally the government sanctioned and passed like legal legally tricking people who had like oh my neck kind of hurts. Okay, take this safe
1: this safe this non-addictive bill. medication
0: That literally was heroin. Yeah. The fact that the the government literally sold and approved Right. and tricked people mm-hmm. into getting addicted to heroin is the most insidious thing. Yeah. Like, there's nothing more evil in the world, to me, than than fucking opi- opiates. Yeah. Because literally, they 100% will fucking ruin your life. Like, they there's no one bad. who's just like... They must yeah, be I so just...
1: good, dude. It must be so... Yeah. Heroin must rule so much. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like, you're definitely going to like this more than living. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely... Trust me, if you take this, you're just going to want to do this. You're not going to give a fuck about life. Yeah. That But that's that's what. how it does. good is it? How awesome is heroin if that's how it gets everybody? Everybody's yeah. just like just like, "Oh no, I would much rather do this than live a life."
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and and also you you've heard of the term dope sick. That literally means that the whole the heroin is so good that literally when you're without heroin your you're body sick. feels yeah. like you're dying. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally feel like you're going to die if you don't get heroin. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. the fucking most evil thing ever. And the fact that... I, I also saw this other thing where it's like... Hair, like People who regularly do heroin, their brain chemistry is, like, literally fucked for the rest of their life. Like, wow. their dopamine receptors are, are deadened to the point where it's like... They can never really true they can never really feel true happiness Mm -hmm. like again. Yeah. Um, so
1: that's, I mean, shit. That's, that's the dragon, right? That's chasing the dragon. That's what it is. Yeah. You never feel as good as that first time you did it. Yeah. It's it's just, yeah. But uh, yeah, so the, the, the whole thing is that obviously the government has this agency that is a watchdog agency against pharmaceutical, companies doing bad stuff and then obviously it's a false sense of security because you know the people working at the agency just the, the pharmaceutical companies choose who works at the agency and the the application of justice is handed out in, in a very you know um, inconsistent format so if you you know it's 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 really' I, I understand when people are like, oh, well, we need to have this FDA because we can't allow pharmaceutical companies to be poisoning people, right? But, it just doesn't work.
0: It's it just... It, well, no, but it, the the fucking funniest thing is FDA stands for Food and Drug Administration. Right. It's like, that is the most mafiosa name for an organization. It's like, Food and drug. It's like those yeah. are two hugely separate things. So uh-huh. what on Monday Monday you're talking about cabbage and then Tuesday you're gonna talk about how to fight fucking cocaine trafficking? Right.
1: Yeah, cocaine and cabbage.
0: That's, yeah, it's that's like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. I guess. It's just it's just it's just a big Goliath of a, a fucking agency that's just like, Yeah, you just have to fucking pay the pay the weekly yeah, you know. Yeah, the right. it's, a mafia it's, it's the a mafia. it's a mafia. Thing. mafia. Yeah, one hundred percent,
1: one hundred percent. And it's a billion dollars to get a, a drug to market through the FDA. So that's a, a pretty strong barrier to entry for any any company. Like, like you know, if you're just if you're just sitting in your garage mixing together fucking antifreeze and uh you know dirt from your backyard, and all of a sudden, oh shit, the cure from ca- for cancer pops out magically. Uh, yeah. well, it can't go to market. You can't sell it. You can't produce it because you would have to have a billion dollars in in order to get it through testing. But
0: that's but that's also the fucking hilarious thing about our country is like you're talking about bringing a drug to market. It's like there 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 shouldn't be marketability for a drug. Like there shouldn't be fucking TV commercials and like
1: I disagree. I disagree. I think that you should have TV commercials, I
0: TV th- commercial for drugs. Yes,
1: yeah, I well, think no,
0: because you can't you you can't buy a drug. It's it's a fucking prescription. I think like you should literally be able the to cult- buy the- a
1: drug. I think you should be able to buy a drug.
0: No, I'm talking about a prescription
1: drug. Like I don't think any drugs should be prescription drugs. <laughs> okay. in, in Mexico, you just go to the store and buy whatever you want. Claire Claire was down there. She just went. She got a bunch of fucking muscle relaxers that she takes when she gets her uh so when she gets migraines she usually has to get a prescription for it. She just bought a shit ton off the off the counter, brought them back from Mexico. I think that should just be how it is. Wait, wait
0: so what do you, what do you mean doctors in Mexico don't prescribe drugs? They're I'm just like sh- I'm sure doctors, you know, they tell you which drugs to buy, probably, but you yeah, can buy them or you can just
1: buy any drug in Mexico off the shelf. And they're way cheaper. Way 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 cheaper. Is because it, it's just anybody can buy them, you know, <laughs> you don't have to have a, a special prescription,
0: but that could also be because drug cartels run Mexico. I don't think it's because drug cartels. I think it's because
1: drug cartels run American, the American medical industry. That's true. That's yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite. They have a free market and we don't. <laughs> that's that's yeah. why it's it's cheap. Um and nobody's paying for their own drugs here. Everybody is going uh, either either Medicaid or insurance is paying. Um, dude, did I ever tell you this story? I, I went to pick up Claire's drugs because she takes fucking speed every day. Cause she, she's got <laughs> ADD, so she takes Adderall every fucking day. Claire does. I, oh, I, I can't focus yeah, on I'm, my book. I'm trying to. I'm I've been trying to work on her about it because just, that just can't be good, right? Taking Adderall every day. Can't
0: oh, be taking be oh, taking amphetamines daily nah yeah taking that, speed that, every I morning i don't think that's good for you yeah a meth habit
1: <laughs> a meth habit <laughs> is probably not gonna work out great in the long run um yeah. but yeah so she takes she takes adderall so i and she asked me to pick up a prescription so i went so she called it had the had the doctor called into the, the kroger and i showed up and um and i was like hey i'm picking up a uh a prescription for Claire Arlotto. Oh, I should probably shouldn't say her name. I might, I might bleep that out. Um, so, um, so I show up there like, okay, that's gonna be uh, like two hundred and something dollars, like three hundred dollars, not three hundred, but like two hundred and thirty-five dollars for that us to fill that prescription. And and uh, and they're like, do you have her inf- her insurance information? I was like, no, I don't have her inf- insurance information with me. They're like, okay, well, $235. And I was like, uh, so she said that like, um, she said that like last time she was here, they applied like a coupon to the order and that it was less money. And they were like, okay, well, let me see. And then she types in the computer for a minute. She goes, okay, uh, $28. I was like, what? She's like, "Yeah, it's $28." So I was like, "I don't need like the insurance information to get that or anything." She's like, "No, no, it's just it's $28. Just pay." And I was like, "What the fuck? How the fuck is that how it works?" So I, dude, I, I got- show up to the place. They're like, "Oh, uh, it's $300." And I was like, "Uh, can it not be, please?" And they're yeah. like, "All right, fine. $20." I got, the-
0: I got I got one better than that. What the fuck, dude? So, so when I was when I was uh Trying to figure out what was up with my hands, which yeah. ended up being psoriasis. Right. I got prescribed this this new medication that was like a shot that I, I would I'd inject in my leg and it was called TOLTS. Yeah. And when I went to the dermatologist, um, they were like, Okay. It's it's twenty five dollars a shot, but it's actually billed as five thousand a shot. Okay. And then they were also like, oh, and you can also become you can also join this thing called Tolts for Us to make it so that it's now five dollars a shot. OK, so the economics behind something being build five thousand dollars to <sighs> me paying five dollars for it potentially makes no sense. Yeah. But that goes back to like fucking this pandemic. I mean, sure. All these all these shots are free. It's yeah. like, but I guarantee each shot is fucking a thousand dollars. I bet it's an, ins-
1: yeah, that's, that's something I should look up. Cause I've never, I've never thought yeah. to, to look into what, what the, the, the taxpayer payout for per shot. I mean, it's, yeah, I think they said it was a billion dollars to, it's got, it would have to be more than that. I bet it's been a hundred million shots that have been given out. Maybe more. Yeah, probably, probably more probably more than 100 million shots so i mean shit that's at at, uh at 10 bucks a pop that would be a billion i i don't know yeah what do you think the payout to the pharmaceutical companies was for every everybody in the country to get three free shots
0: i'd I'd, i would guess (laughs) probably like i would say at least like 40 billion yeah that's crazy. Dude. I don't, I don't think That's it's so like much 8 money dude. I think it's I think it's like tens
1: of billions of tens dollars. of billions of dollars. Holy shit, dude. Tens of billions. <laughs> just it, it none of it makes any none of it <laughs> yeah. matters anymore. Money just doesn't even matter. It's it's so meaningless and, and stupid like
0: and it's it, dude, and it, and the fact that like inflation literally went up 7% in one year.
1: Yeah. Well, they printed $8 trillion that year. So I mean, yeah. They,
0: yeah, Like what was the thing where it's like 40% of money that's ever been printed in the U S was printed last year.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I remember we were, we were podcasting me, you and Conrad were having a discussion and you were like, well, what do, what do you do? Uh, you know, you got to lock people down to avoid this disease. And, I was wrong. And you gotta, I was wrong.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I know. And I was like and I was like no, you can't lock people down. That's just obviously you can't tell people they can't leave their house or whatever. And then and then and then the, 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 uh Conrad was telling us about all the money he was getting from, you know, COVID unemployment cuz he's in the restaurant right. industry obviously. Right, right off the bat, he was getting um you know, shut down money. And I was like, "Well, that's not good either. We can't be doing that." And you guys were like, "Well, what else are we supposed to do?" everybody, you can't tell people to stay home and not give them money. And I'm like, I think the, the effects are going to be worse, <laughs> you know? And and that's, I, I think I was on point with that. I think that, I think that we haven't even begun to actually see the effects. Honestly, I think this is the, the very, not, not even the tip of the iceberg, like, like the absolute very beginning of what is going to be, a period of inflation that's really gonna wreck the economy, and then and then there will probably be a crash, um, and then they'll raise rates finally. But the yeah, the whole situation basically like you can't have r- rates this low forever. Print all this money.
0: Right. Um, so so can you unpack the 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 whole like? I've always heard people talking about like you're talking about really low interest rates. So if right. people want to borrow money from the bank, they can yep. borrow uh, you know, however much money and and it's only like two percent interest rates when it right. should be like seven. It should be higher.
1: Right. Um and the and the thing the thing about it is is the, the, the Federal Reserve is loaning money at zero percent interest. So if you're a bank, you can just take as much money as you want and and pay it back with no interest added. So that's, so that allows the banks to operate at I- incredibly low interest rates. Um, okay. but I mean, yeah, and I mean, it, obviously the banks love it. It's, it's the same thing as medicine, medicine and finance. They're, they're the two like most highly regulated industries in our country. And both of them are the most corrupt industries in our country. So the people who work at the fed are, and the people who work in the treasury department, it's a revolving door between them and the big, wall street investment firms and these other giant banks so the banks are like hey how about we can just have as much money as we want for free and then and the feds like oh yeah because in the people at the fed who they put into the fed or are promising jobs later down the road you know one or the other they're like the people at the fed are like yeah you guys should be able to have as much money as you want for free And, and it's like okay well how how much money you think you could make if you had infinite investment capital? All you had to do was make any kind of return. You could borrow infinite money, and if you made point one percent of it back, you you know you could pay it back at zero yeah. percent interest, basically. So th- the banks just get insane, like are just continuing to get wealthier and wealthier, and um, and then yeah, so then so then you know people people have all this extra money. Um, well, well, people can get loans for really cheap, which seems like a good thing. But that's I mean, that's really what ha- that's that's how the housing crisis in 2008 happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Um, you know, people could just borrow a, an insane amount of money that they were never going to pay back. And
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the big short. I'm up to speed. Right. On, the, on the 2008 housing. Right. right. House so that's
1: K. so instead of so that so the whole crash happened and then they basically tried to pump all this so it was a bubble and then the bubble popped and then they tried to just pump so much more money into the system to reinflate the bubble but so we really haven't even dealt with the the fallout from that situation we we really just kicked it even for, we were like oh we can print so much money that we almost undo this bubble pop by by reinflating the bubble so so we still have the housing crisis the the housing crisis is, is is still happening i mean it's still out there we still have everybody's property is insanely overvalued i mean you look at yeah. you look at you know what people are paying for like a shitty little house they'll they'll be dropping a million dollars for a shitty little yeah. house somewhere in atlanta yeah no
0: that's why that's why i'm i'm waiting for that that sweet sweet crash dude
1: it just doesn't make sense like none of it it's it's this whole thing that like Everybody knows it won't last forever. Everybody knows that this is unsustainable, but they just they nobody knows when it's going to crash. Nobody knows when the whole house of cards is going to fall down. So nobody nobody wants to get out because it's still it's still going. You know what I mean? Yeah. This this bubble is still expanding. So as long as the bubble's expanding, people are still getting rich. So they're like they're like we can't get out yet we can't get out yet and that's what that's what happens every time is is people don't they 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 get greedy they're they're making all this money and then they don't want to get out, they don't want to you know they don't want
0: to get out then it starts to slope down and then it's the bear trap where it's like no it'll bounce like, back no up. it'll and bounce then, back
1: up i'm just waiting for the next bounce back up and that's when i get out and then um but eventually, well, I mean that's what
0: that's what pretty much happened on the stock market was that it was this you know it, it was like a really <laughs> roaring 2021 uh-huh. And then pretty much in like a two to three day period, everyone's one year gains were completely like yeah. wiped out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, but, but the stuff, I mean, the value of a company can continue going up, but the, just the, the, the growth that we're, the growth that we're seeing right now is so clearly artificial. It's all m- just manipulation and, and massaging numbers and doing tricks with money and and everybody just knows it everybody knows that it's bullshit but nobody knows like every and everybody knows it won't last forever but everybody's just trying to like pretend like
0: but that's but that's the thing no nobody most people don't know that it's bullshit because most people literally education on economic principles is null and void right like I, I feel like most people are just and I mean myself included. It's like I'm not I'm no economist myself yeah. either, but like it's it's crazy. The whole like the great resignation, how people are just like refusing to work, which which makes sense in the sense of like
1: yeah.
0: why would I why would I work for such cheap wage when inflation's going out of control and like yeah. rent is you know, all these prices, all are, out the of prices are
1: going out of control and the, in the, and the wages will catch up, but there's always a lag between wages and, and other prices. So, mm-hmm. so like, so like, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's almost smart to just sit it out. Once, once the wages co- catch back up, then you can jump back into the market and you, you know, and you, you saved all, you basically, you, you basically weren't, giving away labor for an undervalued price that's really almost a way to look at it it's almost like you had a commodity that you were selling and then you decided to hold on to it because you knew the price was going to go up eventually you know what i mean and then you sell it then so it honestly is almost a smart move in a in a certain perspective if you especially if you have like some money to you know live on to get by you know and, and obviously um, you know labor isn't a commodity like a hard commodity that you can store but in a sense you know if you're burning yourself out at a wage that isn't what you know the market ought to be reflecting then you are mm-hmm. almost like it's almost like you're wasting a commodity um, selling it for an undervalued price when you know that the, the, there's going to be a correction and you could sell it for the proper price
0: um, <laughs> but well and also right now it's it's such a good opportunity for people like looking for job or like the employees because like especially in marketing because there's such a huge demand for for you know to fill roles like right like uh lee's friend who's a recruiter she was showing like okay this one specific job let's just say like paid media specialist it's like, here's the number of paid media specialists on LinkedIn. And let's say it's 30,000 people. And then it's like, okay, here's the demand for paid media specialists. And then it's like 250,000 companies looking for that role. Wow. Wow. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like literally there, are, there aren't enough people yeah. to fill that position. Right. But that's like an interesting thing. Like, you know, obviously in the 2020s, the, the media and the um, the satanic pedophiles that run the world are going to start pushing climate narrative yeah. real hard. But it's like that shit, I feel like the the best thing to fight climate change is what we're already doing, which is like promoting abortion, promote like people can't afford to have kids. Like I think last year was the first year I've. I, I, I don't remember the statistic, but basically, there people are ha- like way less people are having kids now right. more than ever, and <laughs> the worst thing for environment is just like more people because that's more people to consume fossil fuels and like create waste and yeah all that shit. But people aren't the problem.
1: We, we people are people are a valuable commodity. We the, oh yeah yeah idea, Elon Musk was
0: talking about like yeah. how we need people need to be making babies so yeah. that like there's people the, to-
1: it's, it's just yeah no the, the a lot of the climate thing is just people who are sour cunts that are just like i don't like people there's too many people we need to get rid of people it's like fuck you people are awesome people people are a good thing and the and people are the people are, are what creates technology and th- They've been forecasting for so long that the Earth's carrying capacity, it, we, we've passed all these predictions of, of Earth's maximum carrying capacity for how many humans, you know, they used to say it was, uh, we, it, we couldn't uh, have more than a billion people on Earth, that there's no mm-hmm. way the Earth could carry more than a billion people. Well. Yeah. That's, that's because you're, you're looking at it through the lens of the technology that existed at that time, and yeah, the farming yeah. practices. And we just continue to improve all these things so that there's really no limit to how many people we can have on earth. And, and, and technology is just, it's, it's what's created this problem, but it's also the solution to this problem. Yeah, yeah. It, that's, that's how we get through it. And um, abortion is not the, a solution to climate change. Technology, technological inv- advancement, is the solution to, to climate change, and um, the the more that you try to fucking get some sort of government grant money sent to these universities or these tech, uh, you know, these environmental tech startups, the more that you're not gonna get any actual <laughs> yeah, solutions. Yeah, but Charlie,
0: what, but Charlie, I the, right now, most people who are like, including our generation, but like. Kids that are like eighteen and like twenty year old, twenty years old, yeah, and have literally been propagated this narrative since
1: yeah, like birth. Like I remember, like I remember, children. I
0: remember Al Gore coming out with the inconvenient truth.
1: Yeah. Me too.
0: But it's like these these kids literally think the world's gonna end. Yeah, they're retarded. A <laughs> yeah,
1: if and if any of them had c- critical thinking capacity, they'd be able to think their way out of the, being propagandized like that. But that's another thing that they've. Mm-hmm basically uh you know taken out of them in through the school system they they remove your capacity Mm. to have critical thought um so yes so so obviously yes you're you're correct Uh, we are going to have to deal with the fact that everybody else thinks this is a huge problem (laughs) right like in and the truth is the big problem is not even like it's not even the fact that you know they want, you know, environmental regulations or carbon taxes or anything like that. The real problem is that the powers that be will use environmentalism as the excuse to do all the shit that they already wanted. Oh, to. Yeah, yeah. The same way that they use COVID. The more. Yeah, the yeah, s- yeah. The same way that they use COVID to just completely force through all these things that don't even make sense for COVID, but they make sense because f- for, you know... <laughs> for getting, you know, the pharmaceutical companies a lot more money, helping Amazon increase their profits a shit ton. Yeah. You know, all these all these regulations, all these tracking systems, like this is just what they want to do. They just have an excuse to do it. So it's going to be the same exact thing for environmentalism. Oh, yeah. And they're already pivoting because they already see that COVID has lost steam and nobody gives a shit about it anymore.
0: <laughs> well, no, I mean the the hilarious thing now is that since the midterms are coming up, the Democrats are going to like and everyone's clearly sick of all this shit, uh-huh. even Democrats included. And I mean, there's going to be a goddamn red typhoon. Yeah. Uh coming, Like, I mean, or not. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Or the or. Uh, yeah. Or
1: or the mail in voting system is going to is just yeah. going <laughs> to override any sort of uh, any sort of enthusiasm from the right side of the country. I mean, the truth is, we're just we, we just need to like we we don't need to i don't i don't like the idea of a national divorce and like actual secession of states and stuff but like we got to kind of start just letting letting each other live the way we want to live and stop trying to do everything on a national scale just oh yeah if you want to do something in California do it in California if you want to do something in Tennessee and Georgia do it there i mean it that 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 really just needs to be the way shit works I, I, but but states rights are racist states rights are a racist idea which <laughs> i don't i don't know how we overcome that that talking point you know oh yeah. so you're so you're with the south in the civil war that's what you, it's like well i'm um, i'm with them on the idea that you know maybe cotton taxes were too high i guess i don't yeah
0: know. <laughs> but but what but, that, one of the funniest things about like you know the idea of like white guilt and just uh-huh. like how white people are still racist or like people who are like you know, fought on the Confederate side, whatever It's like how the civil war is basically built as like one side is like, we're fighting to free um, African-Americans on the other side. is like, we're fighting to keep them enslaved. Yeah. And then it's like, that's not, that's not the case. No, but the funny thing is like, if that's the argument, then it's like, then you're assuming this white guy is racist when potentially his great, great grandfather is dead because he fought in a war sure. to try to free like yep. that's kind of the, the funny thing it's like yeah even though it's like i don't
1: know and that I, was this, more that was more than half of the country right that was more yeah. yeah more than 50% so if by that narrative which is a false narrative that's not yeah. what was going on yeah yeah i mean uh, but by your narrative that you're going by yeah. more than half of the people of the time were fighting directly against this racist institution uh, but yeah the whole fucking thing just yeah <sighs> i don't but know but it's what's so funny happen, i need but... to i
0: need to send you this article because um like like speaking of like the climate change thing like uh my buddy eric like he studied or like he went to college for like climate science or you know yeah, some dumb environmental major. science and he you know he lives in colorado so he's mm-hmm. like real you know and, and like he'll, he'll just start these arguments where it's just like it's like you know, you don't think blah, blah, blah. You know, just being a, a climate cuck. Right. And like I sent him this article of like <coughs> literally 50 false predictions for climate change that are just like all have been wrong right. since going back to the 70s. Like they in the there 70s. They, 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 yeah, they said the going to be an ice age. Yeah, they said there going to be an ice age. Yeah. And then it'll be like, oh, by 2020, uh, there no crops will be able to grow anymore. It's like, oh, <laughs> the, the funniest one was that, yeah. By, like, 2025,
1: New York will be underwater. Yep.
0: Yep. And then, and then, and then it's like... No, Miami, it's like, they say Miami's yeah, going yeah. underwater.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, like, Bernie guy- Sanders said in the last campaign, in the last presidential can- campaign, uh, Bernie Sanders said that the world would be, would be an uninhabitable for our children. Okay? Uninhabitable for our children. That doesn't mean New York's underwater. That means no human life can be sustained yeah. in the lifetime of our children. Okay. And then Elizabeth Warren said all life on earth was going to be extinct within one generation. So, okay. So that's, you know, I'm not, maybe I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is going to happen, but that's a fucking outrageous claim. And when that doesn't happen, somebody needs to, be held to yeah yeah the fact no, that they the, said that it is the
0: most annoying fucking yes thing. that okay you'll you'll like this bit I don't so know one way or the, the other of, like so one of the most annoying things <clears throat> that um you know basically uh, like atheists who are just kind of like their religion is just like science or just like uh-huh. this pagan idea of like worshiping the earth and then it's just like. Basically, it's like their argument is like, well, the great thing about science is like you can believe in science. But then as soon as it's proven wrong, you can just switch your side and just be like, okay, this is what I believe. Right. (laughs) And I think one of the funniest things is like uh, back in the day when when everyone believed the Earth was the center of the universe and then and then Galileo was like, uh, actually, the. We have a heliocentric uh, right. universe, and then and then all the scientists are like burn him, kill him, put him in prison. Yeah, and then when it was finally released, it's like I bet they're like, I'd like to make an announcement that uh, the sun, yeah, yeah uh, the sun is actually the center of the universe. Yeah, yeah, I, I we all I, said I that. that too. We were, all yeah, I, I, I knew that, knew that I the that whole
1: time. Too. I just, <laughs> and it's
0: like you unaccountable <laughs> pussy it's like yeah. what? it's like you can't fucking do that yeah. <laughs> like
1: no science science has yeah that's that's uh but that's Lawrence Krauss was uh, talking about how you know he's like a big atheist guy but he also he also likes talking about how science has religious elements in it as well and how that that's like yeah. pe- people people believe first and and that doesn't that doesn't change um, depending on science but um but jack i gotta run buddy i'm i'm out yep. of time here but uh it's good getting to talk to you and uh i think that the audio quality is going to be better on this episode than the last one so um so right, fuck keep it swagging yeah. keep it swagging keep it swagging i'll talk to you soon all right, deuce. All right peace buddy olé, 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 olé. Cheers, babes.
0: i think we got it